Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. morning, my friends. Whether today is raining or shining, remember that it is a gift. And we need both the rain and the sunshine for the environment around us to be healthy. And so praise the Lord for both the blessing of the sunshine and the blessing of the rain. So yesterday we saw Paul bring up this idea of pride. At the end of Galatians chapter 5 verse 25 he said if we live by the spirit let us also keep in step with the spirit let us not become conceited provoking one another envying one another we're not supposed to be puffed up in our own hearts or as he said in chapter 6 verse 3 for if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing He deceives himself. And at the end in verse 5, for each will have to bear his own load. We're not meant to be puffed up, viewing ourselves as higher than we are, comparing ourselves to other people, either in the positive or in the negative. He also said, keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. On this earth, there is no one here who is above falling short. And as we look to the Old Testament, there's someone who to me is the epitome of that. And that is King David, right? He was someone who was a man after God's own heart. He was ruling the kingdom in God's name. And then the Bathsheba incident happened. Even David, who we look up to as a hero of the faith, he still fell short. And so we talked about that idea of not being prideful, but what we didn't talk about is when other people are prideful. How do we deal with that? Because yes, this is our instruction, and yes, to be walking with the Spirit, in step with the Spirit, we will not be prideful, we will not be conceited, rather we will be gentle, we will be humble. But the truth is, That even when we look in a church, when we look in families, when you look in friend groups, whatever it may be, a workplace, you do see this happening. People are conceited. They are provoking one another. They are envying one another. They have their own agendas. And what they do can be hurtful. And today I was reading, I'm kind of working my way through the Psalms. And Psalm 31, a Psalm of David, really addresses this and addresses how David handled this. And I think it's a great way to remind us that when that stuff pops up in our lives, the pride, the hurt, the attacks, that there is something we can do. So let's just read through this. Psalm 31, starting in verse 1, and I'm reading from the ESV. In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame In your righteousness, deliver me. Incline your ear to me. Rescue me speedily. Be a rock 
of refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. And for your name's sake, you lead me and guide me. You take me out of the net they have hidden for me, for you are my refuge. David shows us how to respond, and he runs to God. He takes refuge in God. He pleads with God, incline your ear to me, rescue me speedily. He's asking God for help. He's not trying to do it all himself. He's not trying to be strong enough himself, but he is running to the Lord, trusting him to be his rock, his firm foundation, his refuge, his safe place, his strong fortress, his protection. And he is running only to God for protection for guidance. You have taken me out of the net they have hidden for me. For you are my refuge. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. I hate those who pay regard to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I will rejoice and be glad in your steadfast love because you have seen my affliction. You have known the distress of my soul and you have not delivered me into the hand of the enemy. You have set my feet in a broad place. And look at that attitude that he is showing us. That is the fruit of the spirit. I will rejoice and be glad in your steadfast love. Even though his enemies are around him, even though he is in affliction, even though they've hidden nets and traps for him, he is still finding joy in the Lord. He is finding his security, his safety, his peace in the Lord. He is resting in the Lord's love and his kindness and his goodness. And he is running to the Lord as the biggest person, the biggest example, the biggest source of the fruits of the Spirit. As he's running to him, he is showing those fruits in his life. I will rejoice and be glad in your steadfast love because you have seen my affliction. You have known the distress of my soul. He is talking to God, having a conversation with him, and he knows that God sees that God is with him, that God understands. And it is the same for you in your life. As you are experiencing pain, as you are experiencing trial, as you are experiencing prideful people, even when you fall short, God sees you. He sees your heart. He sees what you're going through. He knows you. He feels with you. And yet you can rejoice in him. You can be glad in his hesed, steadfast, loyal love. And you have not delivered me into the hand of the enemy. You have set my feet in a broad place. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My eye is wasted from grief, my soul and my body also. For my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. Because of all my adversaries, I have become a reproach, especially to my neighbors and an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street flee from me. I have been forgotten like one who is dead. I have become like a broken vessel. 
for I hear the whispering of many. Terror on every side as they scheme together against me, as they plot to take my life. All of this hardship, all of this pain, and yet the next verse. But I trust in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from my persecutors. Make your face shine on your servant. Save me in your steadfast Hesed, love, O Lord, let me not be put to shame, for I call upon you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them go silently to Sheol. Let the lying lips be mute, which speak insolently against the righteous in pride and contempt. Let those who are prideful and contemptuous be silenced. And think about who was the most prideful in David's life, the past King Saul. This happens in the church, my friends, and this is how we can respond by running to the Lord. He goes on, Oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you and worked for those who take refuge in you in the sight of the children of mankind. God's goodness is abundant. He has it stored up for you. He is working it for you and you are safe and secure in him, in his refuge. In the cover of your presence, you hide them from the plots of men. You store them in your shelter from the strife of tongues. He will protect you from the words and the actions. Blessed be the Lord, for he has wondrously shown his steadfast, hesed love to me. When I was in a besieged city, when I was getting attacked, when I was stuck, I have said in my alarm, I am cut off from your sight. Again, feeling sorrowful, but you heard the voice of my pleas for mercy when I cried to you for help. Love the Lord, all you his saints. The Lord preserves the faithful and abundantly repays the one who acts in pride. And this, my friends, is why we don't want to act in pride. We don't want to cause this distress for someone else. We want to love them as we would love ourselves. But the thing is, when we come up against this in our lives, and I'm sure you will, more often than you would like, this is our response. Run to the Lord. Ask for his grace. Seek him. Be rooted in him. Abide in the vine. And David ends with this. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. Running to God as our refuge, God as our strength, God as our source of all of the fruits, finding joy and peace and kindness and goodness and love in him when it is lacking in the world and the people around us. And I know this is a pause from Galatians, but this is how we handle the pride that Paul was talking about that he saw in the Galatian church. And he, Paul, he spoke truth. And my friends, we're going to see tomorrow this concept of sowing and reaping. But remember today that the Lord is your refuge and he has shown up with abundant goodness. He has wondrously shown his hesed steadfast love to you and I will see you tomorrow morning.